0: Hello, so glad you could join us on the This Is Why podcast brought to you by the Muskegon YMCA. Here, we go out into our community to discuss the ways we are building a healthier Muskegon and learn more from those who are involved with the Y. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to the This Is Why podcast. My name is Gabe Gerlach. I'm the CEO of the Muskegon YMCA. Today, we are located at the lovely Muskegon Heights Public School Academy System pool. And we're going to be talking about water safety. And I've got some great guests with us today to talk about this topic, true expertise in the field. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves?
1: Sure. I'm Holly Allway. I'm the Injury Prevention Coordinator at Trinity Health. And I also chair the Muskegon County Water Safety Task Force. I'm Andy Switzer.
2: And I am the Aquatic Director for the Muskegon YMCA. And I am also on the Water Safety Task Force.
0: (laughs) Well, okay. So you mentioned the Water Safety Task Force. Can you guys tell us a little bit more about that?
1: The Water Safety Task Force actually was formed back in the early 2000s. It was led by Public Health Muskegon County in response to a a number of drownings in Lake Michigan. And so this group of community members got together and wanted to do something about it because obviously we have so much open water access here in Muskegon County that we needed to do something to make sure that um, anybody enjoying those open waters was safe. And so that's where the Water Safety Task Force started. We've had some stops and starts, but we're still going strong and in doing a lot of good work in the community, especially with our partners at the YMCA.
0: Yeah, that's great. I we definitely live in a very beautiful area. I know that I've moved away and come back to the West <laughs> Michigan side of things, but not everybody understands Lake Michigan and, and the power, you know, behind the water and the open water that we have here. Indeed. It's beautiful, but powerful. Yeah. Uh, can you guys talk a little bit about why water safety is so vital, especially here in Lake Michigan? I know we've kind of touched on that, but like, why?
2: Drowning deaths are the second leading cause of unintentional injury deaths for children aged zero to 17. And we in Michigan are never more than six miles away from open water. And not to mention the pools and all of the different recreational, we've got water parks and all different types of access to open water. And we want all of our kids to know how to be safe around the water. You can enjoy it if you have the right amount
1: of respect and knowledge and know what to do when you're on the water. And I think part of that, um, of the issue here in West Michigan is that we have a limited access uh, to the water because really we can only go and swim June to maybe beginning mm-hmm. of September. True. It's not a year-round situation for us, not saying that there aren't dangers on water over the winter months, but really we're focused on swimming during those three or four months mm-hmm. over the summer where it's finally warm enough to go outside and enjoy the beach. And so I think it's it's hard to keep a year-round focus on it. And, and I know Andy would be the first to say that that needs to be the priority for water safety because it is not just open water like Lake Michigan or some of our inland lakes, but it's also water around the home. You know, if you have a pool at home or a pool in your neighborhood, even bathtubs can be dangerous. So really just having that awareness of you have to provide constant supervision and put these practices in place that keep kids safe around water.
2: Indeed. And another thing, we do have just the four months of really open water, but we do need to address What to do when the water's frozen, too, because that's also it's a whole different set of dangers then. So that's another thing that West Michigan, we have that they don't deal with that in Florida. So that's something that's kind of unique to like the northern part of the country. So it's something we need to touch on.
0: Most definitely. I know one of the ways that we uh, address that issue and kind of work with local families to do that is our Safety Around Water program at the Y. Andy, can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Absolutely. Um, we invite all Muskegon County third grades to come to the Muskegon Heights Public School Academy and take advantage of our Safety Around Water program. It is a five-week course where we bring the kids in. We have the group split in half. Half goes into the pool to be Practice the day's lesson. The other half go into the classroom setting and learn the the book portion of what the day's lesson is going to be. Um, we do we break it up into five weeks, and the different lesson topics are: Never swim alone, reach, throw, don't go, beach safety and currents, um, life jackets, and ice self rescue. So those are the five topics that we cover over the course of those five weeks and. The kids get experience in all of those different fields. Like they, they, we we really preach hard that they they know the three most important words and the four most important words. And I always challenge the kids that if I ever see you out in the world, even if it's in ten years, I might come up to you and ask you what the three most important words are. And I hope that you know. And I've actually implemented that. I've seen kids like at Meyer or, or like, a, <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, Missy. I'm like, what are the three most important words?" And they're like, "Um." But I've actually had some success and had some kids that are like, "I never swim alone? (laughs) Yes. I need (laughs) to start carrying like Tootsie Rolls or something to pass out to them like, good job. (laughs) But it's uh, like we really try to make sure that this isn't just something that, that they're glossing over, that they're actually like these are actual skills and things that stick with them for life. Because in the end, we want them to be a water safety advocate not just for themselves but for the community. Like we we want you to be out there preaching this and 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 telling this information cuz it's vital and important and not everybody has it.
0: No, that's great. And how is um are most are many of our schools taking advantage of this program? How many people are we reaching?
2: Um we reach about 1100 kids a year wow. so far. Uh, we, there are a few school districts that we're still trying to get incorporated there. You know, we haven't quite gotten them on board yet, but we're currently working with 15 school school um, sites, and we are hoping there are three others that that have not been able to get engaged that we're trying to work with.
0: So if that's one of you, you should definitely contact yeah. Andy. Yes,
2: yes. <laughs> I don't want to call them, them out specifically, <laughs> but Whitehall, Ravana, Mona
1: Shores, just saying. <laughs> I, and I think that's interesting, right? We live in Michigan, we, we're surrounded by Great Lakes, and there is no requirement for water safety training or swim oh, really? lessons in our schools. So really here in Muskegon County, there are is it two, two Andy, schools that require swim lessons before you graduate. But that's sort of the outlier. So that's why I think the safety around water programs are so important, because you establish this community of swimmers and, and kids that are educated about water safety. Because it's not just the kids that we need to talk to, it's the family we need to talk to. Um, We did, the Water Safety Task Force did a, a survey a couple years ago that just kind of talked about what do you know about swimming? How did you learn to swim? How are you teaching your kids to swim if you have children? And it was really revealing in that many of the Parents never had formal swim lessons, never had formal water safety education. So these safety around water classes, the kids are getting the lessons directly. But the ho- you know my hope is they're going home and sharing that information with the parents. So we're building a family and a community of of swimmers and water safe people.
0: Do either of you have maybe a great success story or maybe um, some kind of example to share on how? Any kind of, um, you know, knowledge and education on swimming has really impacted someone's life positively.
2: One of my favorite stories, there was a young man in my class in the pool and he was very nervous in the beginning. And at the end of the second day, he asked if I could work with him during free time and teach him how to float. Because he didn't know how to do the back float. And we we do talk about how it's very important. Like, that's a life-saving stroke. Right. If you get on your For back, sure. you can save your life. So he asked me if I would work with him during free time. He didn't want to play. He wanted to learn. So we worked on him um, getting up, getting his tummy up. And, getting, and he, when he got up, he started crying. And I thought he was afraid. And I was like, oh, no, are you okay, buddy? Are you okay? And he just latched onto me and hugged me so tight. And he's like, you taught me how to float. I've never been able to float my whole life. And I just, I love you. And it, it was just so impactful. And I was like trying not to cry because I'm a softie. And I was just like, yeah, good job, buddy. You got this. It's cool. This and then by the end of the five weeks, he, he wanted me to come to his birthday party. I mean, oh. I... It, it, obviously i didn't but he- it made such a huge impact to him knowing that he could get on his back and float he could save his own life and like that really sunk in with him and it was important to him and he wanted to learn that skill and he did and he was so proud of himself i was so proud of him so, that's my-
1: and i think i think those stories are so amazing because there is this overwhelming fear of water especially for kids that weren't raised in families that are swimmers or out Mm -hmm. on the water all the time. Because I think that's the other thing. Like, yes, we're surrounded by water that's um, public access here, but not every family engages or goes to the beach or goes to the water, gets on the boat. So, you know, here in Muskegon, there are a great number of families that just don't ever go to the beach. And so the water is incredibly scary. I think about um, the world's greatest swim lessons that we do. And so if you're not familiar with those, every year we we host the world's greatest swim lesson and we try and set a world record for the number of kids or number of participants that take the swim lesson. And for us, it's an opportunity to get kids in the water and then get them signed up for the swim lessons that the YMCA offers. And one of the, the families that came in, the, I talked to the mom as she was signing her, her child in, and she told me, she says, I'm scared to death of water. I never learned how to swim. My brother drowned, and I don't want the same thing to happen to my kid. And so she really viewed this as life-saving and protective for her child. And that's exactly why we do this. And I know it's exactly why you do safety around water, is you never know those connections that you're going to make for the kids that that didn't have that swimming ability before
2: and to to further that there are so many adults who have experienced some sort of trauma in their life and that generational trauma they pass down to their kids they maybe they had a close call or they nearly drowned or they did drown and were brought back and they then are so afraid of the water that they they put a bubble around their kid and never expose them to any rather than getting them the education so that they can be safe they just shelter them from it and like basically ban them from water. And that kid is going to grow up. That kid may end up wanting to swim, may want to go on a boat someday. Who knows what their life is going to be like. And just getting that exposure and having this education around it, the safety piece I think is so critical because you, you're you not going to be able to protect that child or prevent them from going in the water when they're an adult or even when they get to be teenagers. Mm-hmm. When they have peer pressure too, that's 10 times worse. So that yeah.
0: Yeah. One of the things that I'm hearing you guys, you know, kind of talk to or speak to is that um not only does the, you know, learning about safety around water affect you as an individual and potentially your family, but there's potential implications that, you know, you can you can be the person that helps somebody, you know, in a different situation. So your impact is is bigger. There's a ripple effect, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That that
2: child could use the reach throw don't go lesson that they learned and actually encourage somebody else to help um, without jumping in. There's actually one of our former instructors um, was at Pierre Marquette a couple of, well, last summer, if you believe it was last summer, and they saw somebody in trouble and they ran back to get the um, or she actually sent somebody else to go get the rescue tube to throw out or the um, safety ring to throw out to somebody. But there were two other people at the end of the pier who were going to jump in and help him. And she was like, no, 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 reach, throw, don't go. <laughs> and she, she said, reach, throw, don't go to him. And like, don't jump in. Don't don't become an additional victim. And so even our instructors are out there and just remembering those, you know, like just yeah. educating just the community because that gentleman was going to jump in and go out and – Probably would have gone south even
1: further.
0: So. Yeah, making a difference, impacting a life.
1: Mm-hmm. It's and I think that's the other piece of it. So we, you know, when we talk about water safety, we talk about layers of protection. So you know, when, when we think about kids, we think about active supervision. Um, If we're not strong swimmers using life jackets when we're around open water, even if we're not planning to go into the water and the safety devices, too. So, Andy, you mentioned, you know, getting the rescue tubes and the life rings. That's one of the things that our water safety task force has worked on is getting these rescue stations at all of the public beaches. So when Tragedy strikes. You've got some resources. You know, you've got life rings. You've got um, life jackets. There are rescue tubes. um, In all of those stations, have the instructions. Like these are the steps that you need to take. So if you panic in the moment, you still can take a look at that board and and do the right thing without jeopardizing your your own life. Because that's that's the other tragedy we see quite frequently is in trying to do the right thing and, and rescue somebody. You actually can get yourself into quite a bit of trouble.
0: What are some key lessons then that you think families could take away from your efforts to support water safety? Or if there, are you know, there's really like a couple things or maybe one thing that you just think is important for everybody to know, what would that be? One thing. <laughs> maybe that was too hard to say. It, too much. it could be a couple, but like what what is important for families to know?
2: Being vigilant and aware is the main thing. So often you'll see parents like, like, I have difficulty even going to the beach and enjoying it because I'm constantly like that that parents not paying attention to their child. So I'm watching their child. Like when we are there, we need to make sure that our eyes are on our kids. Somebody, some adult has eyes on our child and establishing if there is a group that is there, we always encourage at least one adult at a time to be the water watcher. Like you are responsible, you are you do not have anything in your hands. you are you don't have a phone, you don't have a book, you're not distracted with conversation. you are are actively watching the children that you are in charge of, and then rotating that responsibility. like you're not gonna be able to do that for three hours. you're gonna get tired. you're gonna get like you're gonna get distracted. so rotating that every fifteen minutes to another adult that's in your group or making the kids come and take a break so that you can take a break from staring actively at the water doing things to make sure that you always know where your kid is. And, yeah, I guess that's one. I will, that will stay with one.
1: <laughs> I agree with you that, that active supervision and understanding what active supervision looks like too. So it's not only is it is it eyes on the kid, but when the kids are younger, it's also being within arm's reach when they're in the water because if you're sitting – up on the beach or you're sitting in your car watching your kids in the water at the beach, you're not going to be able to do anything in time for your kids. So, you know, that active supervision is within arm's reach for younger children. For older children, it doesn't have to be so close, but you do need to be checking in with them because the other part of that is drowning doesn't always look like drowning. Um, so we see it in movies and TVs and it looks very dramatic and people are yelling and screaming and causing. all. Yeah. Yes. But that's not, usually it's pretty silent and it's pretty quick. So, you know, that's where that act of supervision comes in to play and making sure you're having verbal communication with your kid. Because part of that, when they're struggling, they can't respond. You know, so that's your first early tip before something really awful happens. So I, you know, I think that act of supervision is the biggest piece.
0: Okay. So you guys are obviously very active
1: (laughs) in the water (laughs) safety
0: community. What, how are you, like, what are some of the new things you're working on expanding or that you'd like to see? Like, what dreams do you have of, you know, things we could bring into our community or things we could share with our families that would, you know, help prevent, right? We're all about prevention rather than reaction. So what can we do?
1: I well, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil your okay. uh, one of your <laughs> okay. initiatives. I love the work that you guys are doing around family swim lessons because I think that's so important. In when we talk about equity in injury prevention and equity in water safety, I think that's the biggest piece of it. So we can teach kids safety around water and get them involved through their school, but if we don't get that message out to parents, we're really not doing our job. And so making sure that water safety and swim lessons are accessible to Everyone in the family, I think, is the biggest piece of getting a water-safe Muskegon, which is ultimately our goal. You know, we have so much great waterfront here. We all need to enjoy it, but we need to enjoy it safely. So how do we get there? And I think the family swim lessons are part of that.
2: Absolutely. I'll, I'll go ahead and take that. Um, we have the past two years offered a Splash for Families program here. We've hosted it here at the Muskegon Heights Public School Academy System. And... They uh, we, we invite the whole family to come. And it's a lot of the same lessons that we teach in the Safety Around Water course. It's not necessarily structured swim lessons where we're just going through the lesson each time. There is a safety portion to it. So we have everybody come in. The kids go into the pool and the adults go into a classroom setting and we give them the book instruction. So they learn in the classroom the things that we want them to build on when they get home. Um, after they get their classroom instruction, then they go join the children in the pool. And we all have the the lesson of the day and usually a bit of swimming instruction that follows and we always follow up with some free time so that the families can play together in the pool as well and then we have them take what they both learned home and there is a at-home work piece that we have them do and bring back before the next class so we're they're getting some swim lessons as a family they're getting the water safety as a family and and then at the end of that we are always encouraging them again to, as they are now graduated from the water safety course they're now advocates to go out and share their knowledge with others so we're really hoping that that continues to grow and we get more participants each year and more families are learning the water safety that is necessary for our county
0: that's great Um, As we kind of start to wrap up, are there things, let's say people are interested in getting, you know, involved in water safety uh, around the county or with their families. What are some things that people can do? How can they get involved?
2: We would love to have anybody who is interested who maybe has some time, especially during the day, if anybody would be interested in working for our safety around water program. We have um, volunteer positions. We have pay positions. We can always use instructors, um, lifeguards. People that want to teach either in the classroom or in the water, we can use both. We have both sides. Um, and the same thing for our Splash for Families program, we can use instructors and lifeguards.
0: And that's summer only, right? Yes. So if you were a high school kid interested in swimming, that's something they might be able to do too? Absolutely.
2: And our Camp Pendaluon is always looking for lifeguards too. So if, That's very yeah. true. <laughs> <Yeah>. So um, <laughs> if they want to become a lifeguard and Even work in a camp setting, that's another piece that we could definitely use some additional water safety there. Um, We do partner with Muskegon Heights Public School Academy System for swim lessons, and they offer Y-branded swim lessons year-round for um, ages from six months up to 110. (laughs) Anybody, it's never too late to learn, and it's never too late to, to get that that comfort in the water. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of adults that actually um, have always had that fear of water or have had a traumatic experience. And seeing seeing an adult excel in swim lessons is just as rewarding, if not more, than watching a child excel because they, they usually have some trauma that they're trying to recover from. And watching them push through that barrier and, and get to the point where they're comfortable and they're actually – Moving forward in the water is pretty special to to witness that. So um, you could become a swim instructor. We we have
1: courses for that. Along those lines, for the Water Safety Task Force, one of the, the places we could use volunteers is, I mentioned our rescue boards and our life jacket loaner boards that we have at all the public beaches here in Muskegon County. I could use some help. um, Just checking in on those boards and making sure the equipment is all there and everything's in good repair. Um, So, if people are interested in, I mean, this is a sweet volunteer position. I'm I'm asking you to go to a beach once a month. (laughs) That's pretty great. during June, July, and August. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We could sign you up, Gabe, if you've got some time. I do (laughs) have some time.
0: I'll make time. No, that's great. Thank you so much about coming and talking about water safety so that way we can all enjoy all the beautiful open water that we have around us in our community.
1: Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you.
0: Thank you for taking the time to listen to the This Is Why podcast, supported by the Muskegon YMCA. If you would like more information about anything discussed in today's episode, or if you have suggestions for a topic you would like to learn more about, please visit muskegonymca.org.